Justin, what episode is it? Pop did we get quiz. past 50 yet? We, we did. We are past 50. Okay. So we are on 54. Good job. Seriously? Yeah, you got it. Wow. Okay. Pop quiz hot shot. What? That's from Speed. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to talk about the happening today. So if you just want to turn off the podcast here, thanks for listening. It's been a wonderful 30 seconds with you. But if you want to stick around and hear all about the happening. For some god-awful reason. For whatever reason, then uh, yeah, you can do that. But first, there's a couple things to uh, talk about as far as sci-fi movie news. Um, we're just going to, we're done talking about the Ghostbusters. It's over. I'm, I'm officially over it. I don't think you'll be over it, though, once it comes out. You'll, we'll just be like, oh, well. Oh, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to pat myself on the back and say I was, I was right when it and comes so out. And so was the rest of the internet, I mean. Yes, but I mean, for now, it's just, it's reached a crescendo point where I'm done. But something I do care about was in the news a lot this week, uh, Star Wars Rogue One. There's, there's a, how many weeks was it, Grant? Five? It's a month of reshoots. Yeah, four weeks of, of reshoots have been ordered by Disney. I mean, reshoots happen all the time, but like the reasoning they gave for it was like a little like suspicious, I guess, because they were like, oh, well, we didn't think it, you know, lived up to, you know, episode seven's or episode eight, whatever. Seven. Seven. I'm as good at Star Wars episodes as I am at. Yeah, basic math really is just not <laughs> not something you can do. No. Anyway, they said it didn't live up to episode seven's, you know, standing, I guess, or whatever the right word would be. I mean, they didn't think it lived up to that sort of level of production quality. Sort of like, ah, oh, I wanted to do reshoots, which is worrying. Right. That I've read several different things about it, and they all the all the stories come, you know, from the same place. They, the guy, whatever the director's name is, is Gareth Ed, or Edwards, is that the guy? I can't fucking remember his name. Turned in his cut of the movie to the people at Disney, and then they watched it in their creepy theater that's inside their headquarters. And this is where the stories diverge. Uh, one source, that was the New York Post, said that the guys ordered reshoots because the movie was too different from episode seven, it was dark and not, you know, light and fun and Star Wars-y. And then the other story is that it just was really shitty and had horrible, like, pacing and production quality, so it was not up to the standard they felt proper to release under their brand. I'm more inclined to believe the, the first one based on that teaser trailer because it looked like they are trying to do really... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was kind of like it had the whole, you know, stormtroopers are killing us thing. Like, you know, they had a lot of the the rebels in, like, you know, chains and whatnot being led along by the troopers and stuff like that. Like, it felt like it was sort of like, oh, we're down on our luck and we're kind of shit right now. Very grim. Yeah. But, I mean, it was like a grim-ish time during that period. Like, they were just, you know, a little tiny scrappy unit trying to take on a giant, you know, weapon system. What the could it be? The first Star Wars movie managed to portray that grim period and not have it be grim. That is I true. Mean, that's why they're... It's bad for Star Wars fans, I think, either way, whichever story is true. Because if it's just a shitty movie, then that's really bad, obviously. But if it's a movie that they don't like just because it doesn't feel like a movie that's made them a lot of money, then that's worrying, too. 
because then it's just they're gonna have they have a template and they're just gonna keep doing it and doing it. Yeah, just like episode seven's a copy of episode four. I would rather see if they want to play it safe and remake Empire Strikes Back next. That's fine, but I'd rather see some of these anthology movies have like a different tone. Right, like I guess if they want to think about it that way, like make make the numbered movies the safe pictures and make the anthology movies the risk taking pictures. Yeah, which is that's what I thought they were going to do, but I guess this one strayed too far outside their like their goal to appeal to all demographics with their Star Wars movies now. Like they have to hit four quadrant appeal. Yeah, that's that's what the technical <laughs> term is. They have to hit every single possible demographic. Which inherently means that like whatever qualities that would make the movie go one way or the other are watered down, so worrying. Especially that it's gonna be a solid month of reshoots, which is like Well the research slot. were scheduled before. They were already scheduled when they started the production of the movie because they just always do that. Yeah, just in for case. safety. But the thing I read about this movie is that the problems actually started like way back in the beginning of the year here, so like January, because they had problems with the script. And oh, I had read that. Right, that's what I read is where all this, these problems with ordering the reshoots and what the reshoots are going to be about. That's where I read they're coming from is because there were a lot of problems with the the shooting script, and so they're going back to fix a lot of things. Including, it seems, spending like $100,000 on a couple sets where they're going to do a few scenes. Wow. I don't know how much money hmm. that is in the in the scheme of the whole budget of the movie, but I heard that they're also adding in a bunch of stunt work in these reshoots. So that's interesting. If they think it's too grim or they think the story's not appropriate for Star Wars, but they're adding in a bunch of stunt work. I don't know. Maybe they watched it and thought it was boring. Yeah, maybe. That seems even worse, though, now, if they were just going to go back and add a month's worth of, like, Michael Bay stuff in. I, Yeah, maybe. It depends on the stunts they do and how creative they get, because I'll admit, you know, we've talked about it. I, I was bored during the last hour of Episode Seven because it was all just shit that I'd seen before, and it wasn't particularly exciting, especially when Han Solo died because they gave him a fucking punk death. Whoa, with a CGI body. <laughs> yeah, sorry. He died. Aw. Yeah. Did you know that uh, he needed his grandpa's help to be evil? Yep. Okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, fuck that. That's not... Uh, not inspiring news, but... I guess we'll have to see. So that's out in December... Of this year. I thought it was November. Like oh. late November. Okay. Maybe it is December. Oh, no. I don't know. Oh. Which is, it's just weird to me. Like, this is the same company that owns Marvel. And they feel like they can take a bunch of risks with Marvel properties. And, I mean, they've been doing that for quite a while. Yeah, it's not like there's ever been, like, a bad Star Wars movie that didn't do, like, financially successful. So... I don't see why they're, you know, getting all rustled about, like, oh, well, it might be a risk-taking movie or yeah. something like that. I mean, seriously, like, the prequels. Yeah, the, yeah it's the, like the fans lot. know, okay, Star Wars isn't, you know, just, like, 
gold every time, it's right, and it can you go wrong. I heard nobody complaining about the money that the prequels made, but you know, a lot of people would argue they all <laughs> kind of sucked in their own unique way. Um, whereas the Star Wars movie that Disney has turned out thus far sucked in not its own way. It sucked because it was trying to imitate another Star Wars movie, another superior Star Wars movie. Yeah. Whereas they do Marvel stuff and they take risks, like even the stuff like look at they took one of the uh the most loved villains uh in Marvel, the Mandarin, and they did a they did another punk move with that. They they made him fake. And I know a lot of people were pissed off about that, but at least they took the risk and that movie made over a billion dollars. Iron Man three. The Mandarin. Yeah, Trevor. Yeah. Right. But not Trevor. Yeah, I know. Not, There's not supposedly Trevor. the real Mandarin is still out there because they did this like uh, one-shot thing, 30-second. Yeah. It's a, it's a triple fake-out. It's right, not but Trevor. Whatever. Guy, Guy <laughs> Pierce was the man, the real Mandarin. He was like, you know, Ben Kingsley was the fake-out, and people were pissed off about that because... But was Guy Pierce the real Mandarin? Apparently not, but they haven't done anything with that yet. <laughs> right. Well, they're also probably yeah. not doing another Iron Man movie is what they've said. So, well, and they took a huge risk casting like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man in the first place because there's a guy who actor who had a lot of trouble in his life and they kind of a loose cannon and Tony Stark is not like Robert Downey Jr. is in the movies. Stanley's said though that Robert Downey Jr. is sort of his envisionment of what Iron Man but his comics was. portrayal is very yeah. Know, I mean, it's, it's a lot more serious. But he, like, I think, a, there's a huge arc where he deals with like his alcoholism, and he can't be Iron Man because he's a fucking full blown alcoholic and stuff, and he goes to rehab and yeah, but and like that, it's, like it's, it's a really right, it's a really serious thing. But they give him a very comic angle in the movies, which I think is a good risk that really paid off. But they don't do that with with Star Wars. I mean, the only person who carried Episode Seven. Was Harrison Ford? Okay, that's a bit yeah. weird. I thought he seemed like he was going to fall asleep half the movie. Yeah, but you know what? I, he kind of fell right back into the role, so he was the anchor, I think, because you know, fine, uh, Carrie Fisher, whatever, she was great, but you know, it's like her character doesn't seem like she did anything for thirty years. She's like the exact same character, whereas Han. It's a little different, but still the same guy. And Harrison Ford just like did it while he was blindfolded, pretty much. I think Carrie Fisher's character, General, whatever her name is, General Organa. I don't know yeah. if she kept the solo. She's a loser. Trump would fire her on Celebrity <laughs> Apprentice. She's had thirty years and she didn't do anything. She stole with some right. stupid rebel outfit that can't get shit done. Right. It's terrible. I mean, it does feel like there's a disconnect between the too because carrie fisher feels like she didn't move and Tan, you hear talking with chewie like oh like we were doing xyz we lost the falcon blah 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 yeah right she it, didn't it felt like things happened with him versus her it was just like oh i've been stuck on this planet for and it's like oh they had a kid wow. but she really doesn't i mean it doesn't change her status quo very much it seems like because at the end of return of the jedi it's like hinted that she has the force too, and that she can become a Jedi, and then she's doing the same fucking thing she was doing in episode four 30 years later. Yeah. 
They don't seem to care they have a kid, honestly. No. Well, they lost him, so, eh. He's yeah, but gone. it's like, what well, ifs? Well, like, it's like they, like, I misplaced my keys. Like, oh, shit, I got to find them before I drive to the pharmacy or something. Like, hey, I saw our son. Yeah. <laughs> I saw our son. It's like a lost dog. It's like, oh, I saw him, you know, playing with some other dogs. Yeah, just there. like, oh, wow. It's like we've been, we've been stapling Kylo Ren posters on all of the different uh, power poles out there. Hopefully someone will find him. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, I was, you know, I'm looking forward to a very different Star Wars movie. And if it was a little darker or more militaristic, I, I would kind of like that, actually. Because it's supposed to be about people who are just in the trenches. It's not like any main characters that really mean anything to the franchise. Yeah, that's why I thought they were going to go darker. They're like, oh, we can kill these people. They don't matter yeah. in the grand scheme of things. So they we should can... die. Yeah, they should die. They sh you shouldn't know that everyone's going to get out alive at the end. But yeah. well, because if they don't die, then that raises the question of like, well, where were these assholes when people they were getting their shit pushed in in Hoth or you know anywhere else in the original trilogy? Oh, they were that guy, like, you know, 40 yards back in see, the trenches. See, but that's like a George off. Lucas thing to do. Like, <laughs> oh, see, see, this guy, he's in the background of that shot. That's, that's him. And he's the pilot who flies the B-Wing at the Battle of Endor. Like, no, he's Let's not. Let's make another toy. <laughs> it's, 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 no, he's, he's really not. Yeah, like, it's like, it's translation. He just wants to make another action figure right. that you have to buy. It's like, oh, you know that background character from 1982? He's a main character in the prequels. Now, here's a toy. Right. He his comes in the three-inch like, and the six-inch version. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, his name is like, <laughs> be sure to go to McDonald's and get your Happy Meal. <laughs> He gives him retarded names. Yeah, yeah. It's just like his name's like BJ Dart, and he's the B-wing pilot. You have to, you have to buy the, you have to buy the toy now. I just hope that's not what they do with these people from Rogue One, though. It's just like, oh yeah, uh, she she was in in the background uh, and uh, at the meeting with Admiral Akbar. Like no, or you know she, you know, oh she's the woman in Hoth who's saying the transports got away. Like no. I that I I hope they kill them. I hope you're right. Yeah, that, that wraps it up pretty neatly. If they were all a bunch of red shirts, then I think it would actually be more interesting. Because as a thing, also with Episode Seven, even if it had been completely original, you know that like the main people can't die. Like you know, Ray's not going to die. You know, the Finn's not going to die. Well, because we just met them, so right. it would be really nihilistic to kill them. Right. That's what I mean. Because they're important to the progression of the series. Whereas this one's kind of a one shot, so. They, you know, there's no expectations. So I don't know why they just don't take a big risk, but apparently, no, it's like we got to reshoot it to make it more, you know, feel like more Star Wars. I just don't know what that means, though. Like, they delivered the plans to General Dodana on Yavin. He's like, thanks, guys. See you never again. Well, they're probably going to show like an up, a cleaned up version of the original no, 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 like no. metal ceremony and rotoscope their faces in there in the background. Like, see, they were there. No, this, they already uh, said that the synopsis, basic synopsis, is that the movie's going to end at the point where the plans get transmitted to Leia's ship, and then Episode oh. Four starts. Okay, so the end of the movie is going to be a DOS prompt with uploading, right? Yeah, it'll just show the final scene or the first scene of. Star Wars, New 99. Hope. Like, this movie like, is explaining the one line in Episode 4 about transmissions being beamed aboard the ship. That's it. Right, that the, <laughs> the Imperial, like, detachment commander's like, hmm, they had transmissions beamed aboard the ship. Right. And then Darth Vader's like, where'd those transmissions come from? 
I know two lines. From <laughs> the the script. Like, I don't know why they have a problem with with going dark on a couple of things. Because I mean, like one of the first scenes in Episode Four is Darth Vader like choking some guy with his robot arm and crushing his throat and stuff. But you know, you don't need to make it all like happy kid friendly shit. Well, both his arms are robot arms. Yeah, I said with one of his robot arms. Oh, okay. So Obi Wan left him to die by the lava river. But he had the high ground. He was a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't we'll try it, tough guy. We'll see. I. That's worrying. I, I guess that's my conclusion on that one. I think we went the long way around, and yeah, it's worrying for all of us, I feel like. Okay. But I just wanted to wrapping it up. Well, there, right. there's worrying, like this is tentative. It could still turn out to be great. And we might just be talking about nothing, which I hope that's the case. There, so there's worrying, and then there's like, you know it's going to suck, like the Ghostbusters thing, right? I mean... So this is all still speculative. It's like the trailer that came out, it wasn't as bad as the Ghostbusters. Like, we had some issues with it, but it, like, it didn't look awful bad. Like Ghostbusters. So. Yeah, and it didn't really show anything, unlike the Ghostbusters trailer, which kind of like showed the whole plot. That shot it's the suck. whole, you know, they shot their whole load and like showed us all the special effects and everything. So, yeah, which they kind of re- they pulled the curtain away and revealed that oh yeah, it looks shitty. So, what are people supposed to say? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I would have said that Rogue One gets the the cake for awkward dialogue, but then I watched the happening again. Because Mark Wahlberg. Well, yeah, but everybody in the movie kind of has awkward delivery and stuff, but I... I can, can I just get paid yet? Yeah, it, it really <laughs> diminishes my complaint about, like, the Dark Knight Rises Bane plane dialogue from the, the Rogue One trailer, because at, at least that sounded exciting. You know, like, and I, I'll probably be accused by some of your listeners of being a misogynist pig but uh we all know just, you hate women so. it's just hard when the person saying those things like oh i'm you know i rebel and stuff it's like this little pixie girl and she doesn't look threatening at all and she doesn't i mean not ronda rousey no yeah well or just like i don't know carrie fisher's young leia you remember she had attitude this i don't know whatever her name is felicity something Felicity Jones, she just, I don't know, I didn't really get any sense of personality in that trailer with her. It seemed like she was just reading lines. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> that, I guess it's, that's more of a problem with just overall choices in casting now. Because, I mean, look at look at all of your, even your female action heroes. You really have to suspend your disbelief. Like, right. I, I don't really care, like, where, you know, Black Widow was trained in the Soviet Union. Jeremy Renner is like seven inches taller and a hundred pounds heavier. There, there's just it's not going to happen. So I guess if you're going to suspend your disbelief in one instance, but you just there's a lot of things with like that whole thing. Martial arts, you can like use someone's weight against them. Yes, but then like not to the degree where I guess spoilers regarding the new movie that came out, but. She's fighting the Winter Soldier guy who is Captain America, basically, with a robot arm. And it's like, no, no, no. He's going to punch you in the ribs and, like, collapse your entire chest cavity and kill you. Like, it's just... I yeah, think- I, I didn't understand why some of 
the characters didn't die when they were. But I'm saying if, if you're going to let it ride, you got to let it ride. Like it doesn't matter. Your physical attributes don't matter because it just gets taken care of in editing. You got to turn that part of your brain off and just watch the movie now. Because if you think about it, Princess Leia didn't really do anything physically, really. I mean, she shot a couple guys, but most of what she did was like, hey, you guys are fucking retards. Like, good job rescuing me in the middle of a prison. How about you come up with a better plan? You know, like, she kind of is directing them to do this. Like, hey, let's shoot out this thing, go down it. And Han Solo's like, yeah, okay, I guess we could do that. Well, okay, and another, this might be completely wrong, but another rumor I read said that part of what they're adding back in in the reshoots is a Jedi. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> they're just throwing in a random, like, new major character like that. Well, or it's not a major character or something. They're just adding a Jedi in, but that's... Like if they're what? really gonna because do every that, Star Wars needs a Jedi, right? Like if they're lightsaber, right? If, gotta oh, have a lightsaber. if they're really gonna do that, that's just an admission that the movie's weak to me. It's like, oh, we need some like we need some Jedi in there to you know spruce it up or whatever, so oh people recognize God. it's Star Wars and not Saving Private Ryan or whatever. Yeah, I really hope that it's not Obi Wan Kenobi. Why? Why would it be Obi Wan Kenobi? I mean, he's still on a Tatooine Is or whatever. He? He said he's been there, you know, jerking it in his little hut. He never says that. Oh, well, I just assumed when he was watching also, Luke, he, he was lies. jerking it or something like that. Yeah, he, from a certain point of view, yeah, yeah your he, father's dead. He's Luke. like, no, I was here for 20 years, you know, from a certain point of view, except when I went off-world those couple times to help people steal the Death Star plants. Yeah, but it's like, you know, I've been a resident of the United States for 20 years, but, you know, you don't mention all the vacations you took if you left the country. Like, maybe he did. Maybe he's going to show up and just, you know, mind trick a stormtrooper at the right time and pull out his lightsaber for no reason. Or it's going to be one of those stupid cameo things they do where, like, they Mace just Windu. they cross paths with him. What, the second half of him, like, falling off the building and hitting the ground? No, no, no. Like, he didn't he, get cut in half. He could have a parachute. He didn't get cut in half. Oh, he didn't? Right? He just no, got no. blasted with lightning and got shot out the window. Darth Maul gets cut in half. Oh, yeah, I guess that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. Mace, Mace could just gets blasted out into the city. He could still be living in the lower depths of Coruscant. Yeah. He could have landed in a taxi cab and been like, yeah, yo, fuck this, take me somewhere else. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so either, but that's, that's true. They're just going to shoehorn in a Jedi character. That's awful. That's terrible. Because <laughs> at that point in time, they don't know of any Jedis that are alive. But I guess it could just be like some hooded dude that like pulls out a lightsaber and Kills a couple stormtroopers and is like, all right, go on your way. Or the Jedi gets killed. I, mean, just I saying, feel like that'd like, be something that would show up in a report, though. Be like, oh, yeah, we saw this Jedi and he, like, died. Well, I didn't think gonna, they were any around. Maybe he or she or it could be a robot is going to die saving them or something or die getting, die putting the disc into the floppy drive. Whatever. I, again, to your point, if they're introducing all these people, <laughs> they have to wrap them up. Otherwise, it just begs the question, where have they been? Yeah. 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 Wait and see on this one. Oh, maybe it's Yoda. Maybe he left Dagobah. But what about his plants? Who would water them while he's gone? The swamp? <laughs> <laughs> the, the swamp would water all of the plants. <laughs> you know, it's just fucking rained there. <laughs> He's all good. But what if his plants got angry and killed him? That's one thing I always bother me a little bit about 
Star Wars planets, at least the ones in the movies, it's like they always seem like they only have like one defining feature. Like Tatooine's, it's just a desert. Yeah. Dagobah, it's just a swamp. Right. Coruscant's just a city. Coruscant's just a forest. Yes. Yeah. It makes shooting easier. Yes, I know it makes shooting easier, <laughs> but it's not like, oh, or we're going to come around the, Ar- the like Arctic side or whatever. But, I mean, it's like the same reason that every Stargate exits into a temperate Canadian forest. Right. Because <laughs> that's where they had the Stargate nailed into the Actually, ground. Actually, I think <laughs> Naboo's probably the most diverse planet yeah. that they've been on because they, you see the water aquatic environment, you see uh-huh. the, the woods, you see the city. Because so it has a lot three of environments. Right. That they have... They have they well, have, no, they have like the field. Yeah. Like, did, were they, uh, did they go to the cliffs on yeah, they have Naboo when, in the cliffs. Clone Wars? Yeah, but I'm saying as far as things you see, like there's only what... There's four then if we're counting the fields. The fields... Hey, that's the, three more than mo- any other planet we see in Star Wars. I know. That's what I'm saying. So they win by virtue of having a, a minimal number of environments. Like, fucking Star Trek shows more environments on their planet of the week. It's... <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Wait and see. That was pretty much the only news item I wanted to discuss. You were like saying, oh, there's all these news items you wanted to talk about. Yeah, I know. I decided to do some reshoots. I thought there was another thing about like another Falcon rocket landing, possibly, but... Oh, yeah, they got it right again. Yeah, that's good news. But, I mean, hopefully it does become mundane and yeah, we don't I mean, talk about it up to that point. I'm not going to give them additional credit for getting it right again. <laughs> I mean, it's a step forward. It's If the news of landing rockets becomes mundane, that's a good thing. And that's yeah. what it is already. It's like, oh, they landed the fourth one? Pff, what about, okay, they already did three before that. Yeah, I think the only difference is this time it delivered a cargo pod. Or, oh, it delivered a satellite to orbit or some shit. So, yeah, cool. Yeah, neat. Neat. You know it's not neat is the happening because it sucks. No, it it really isn't neat. Nope. Let's do it. So at least this time I came into it like not expecting a good movie and I could find it like just hilarious with all the random like deaths and inconsistencies in like its plot line. But okay. still hated it. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I think... Now you must accept my conclusion that M. Night Shyamalan's career took a massive nosedive. I, I, and, I never disagreed with you. And Signs was his last truly entertaining movie. Yeah, I never disagreed with you there. It's... Oh, maybe that was that old guy who was saying that it was a good movie. Well... Must have been him. Yeah. Remember there were signs in the movie? There were signs everywhere. Oh, there was human drama. <laughs> You're missing the human drama. Okay. Anyway. Not talking about that movie. Talking no. about... Let's talk about... An actual 100% yes. shit show. Not a debatable shit show. Yeah. I mean, just overall terrible acting in this movie from everybody. Hey, the one thing I thought was good acting was that one kid who like was pretending he was on Xbox Live in front of the house. <laughs> He's like, get out of here, bitch! Come on, ho! I fucked your mom! Not online, see what happens. Yeah, and then the guy actually showed up, you know, in real life and shot him. Showed up IRL? Yeah. Yeah. 
See, those are the type of things I found fucking hilarious in this movie. No, I, I laughed so fucking hard when the, like, the shotgun came out slow motion between the blinds to shoot the second kid. <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. And he's like trying to give the kid CPR or something. and Yeah, you can't give CPR to a massive like, head yeah, trauma like that. He's got yeah. his head fucking blown off. Yeah. He's, he's dead. He's dead, what? Jim? No! Well, wasn't he like a high school like teacher? Of, yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that. Like, what was he teaching? Science, science. Okay, yeah, <laughs> just like ge- generic science. No, but it's tough for him to uh, not see that somebody's head had been blown off, and like being a science teacher, like, oh, he's dead now. I can't resuscitate but him. What's his like <laughs> mantra? Observe the data, design the experiment. That that creepy like four part thing he teaches all the kids to say like they're you know SA troops. Well, it's sort of like a little bit of a bastardization of like the scientific method. Well, I, that I he's get that, but, I mean, like, but here's a big data point: his head's fucking gone. <laughs> <laughs> Step one: design yeah. an experiment. Okay, he's dead. Step three: continue your life because he's fucking yeah, dead. We really can't, you know, separate out the variables here. It's, right? There's no control. There's no variable. <laughs> he's dead. There he is. is dead. He the, had a lead overdose, and he is dead. The plants were the best actors in this movie. Everybody doesn't like even. This is okay to briefly dip back into Star Wars because there is that infamous behind-the-scenes documentary they did for the prequels where George Lucas has Hayden Christensen and says like, "I want I want you to say it like this," and he gives him like the delivery that he does in the movie. I wondered like if the woman on the bench with her friend was just not like just not a good actress, or she was an extras, like it was her first day or something. Oh, the one that like the very start of the movie where like she stabbed her neck. Yeah, but the woman next to her who's like, "What are you doing? What's going on?" Well, that was supposed to be like her being like disoriented, like the first like right. sign of it or whatever. E- exactly, I thought that too. But then we jump into Bach Wahlberg's classroom, and he's like. Did you guys read that article about the bees in the New York Times disappearing? Yeah, then yeah, it just got. And really... it's like everybody has that same tone in this movie. Like, <laughs> I'm reading off a cue card. What's going on here? They might have been like. It's what it seemed like because it's like. Did you guys read that article about the bees? And it's like, no, no one in high school read that fucking article. I mean, unless it was an actual like homework assignment, they probably didn't. Know. Nobody read it. Still, no, nobody. <laughs> no, 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 nobody fucking read that article. And, all right, so setting aside that the bees left, because that's a mysteriously stupid part of this, because like, there's well, no I mean, bodies, the bees just got in their spaceship and left. Yeah, it was like playing off a real news item of bees dying, but it's from a disease, and it wasn't really clear at that point in time, but then they just sort of, you know, blew it up to be like, oh, I'm going to play into the narrative of a movie, like, But they, they found the bodies of those bees. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. They yeah. just, like, left out, well... They just lied, really. They didn't leave it right. out. They just said there were no bodies. He just say, but he's saying, like, oh, the bees just left, guys. Where'd they go? They fucking died. They had a parasite on them, and they died. That's the accepted, you know. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then that one kid who he's telling him about his perfect face and how he wants to fuck him so much and everything. Yeah. He, that kid's like, mm, well, I guess maybe it's just like an act of nature we can never explain. And Mark Wahlberg's like, that's right, guys. I'm a science teacher, but science doesn't have the answers. God did it. And it's like, are you really? You're a science teacher? Okay. I'd, 
it's I guess. Cre- creationist science <laughs> teacher, right? Yeah, I, it, that's what it seemed like. He's like, there's sometimes science can't explain it, guys. We have to accept there are just these things that happen. Like, yeah, I, I'm honestly surprised he wasn't teaching like <laughs> out of you know Alabama or like Arkansas right. or something. Like, that's that's like the number one thing for the guy who makes his kids memorize the scientific method. Like, there's no reason for it. It just happens. Like, okay. It's like, all right. Whatever. Why am I in this class then? Make well, sure to rip out page thirty-two through thirty-six that describes evolution. <laughs> like, rip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if we get this book and start cutting the pages out, like that just seems so jarring. And I know that it, it, I saw this movie a long time ago, and I watched it again yesterday. And I remembered when that kid said that line, like, "Oh, so it's the M Night Shyamalan trope where somebody says the precise line that the scientists or whoever delivers later in the movie." Because, like, in Signs, the little Macaulay Culkin's brother says, like, all the science books are going to change. And then the guy in the news says that. Mm. And here, the guy's like, it's a natural event we can never explain. And then the guy in the news, who's the science, says, like, it's a natural event we can't explain. I'm a scientist on the TV. Yeah. So. When does that happen in other movies besides just Signs and this one? Uh, There's part of Unbreakable that... Samuel oh, L. I've Jackson is delivering that. some speech. I forget exactly what the content is, but somebody says the exact same thing. Okay. I mean, the extent of M. Night Shyamalan movies that I think I've seen was the one with Will Smith's kid, After Earth. And yes. The Village. Yes. And I think that's it, honestly. Plus the two that, you know, watched for this. The Village, a.k.a. Illegal Squatters in a National Park. Yes. Were a bunch of uh, no, they bought that land. Oh, okay. You right, remember? Sorry, they... Yeah, in that movie, they bought the land. So it was theirs. Oh, God. Yeah. It yep. was like a nature preserve that they, they purchased. Never mind. So old. my question is, like, how do they get out of there every each year to pay the taxes on that? How does that work? Like, how do they make the that? The man in the wolf costume. The man in the wolf costume. Like, how do they set that up, like, each year to get out and do their tax business, like, and then come back? Or <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. We're not talking yeah. about that movie. Right. Well, it's, as yeah. bad as it may be. It's not really, that's not a sci-fi movie. That's more of, like, a mystery. Yeah. Thing. Well, it's, it's horror mystery. Another one. Of, yeah. And, uh, I guess this movie is so bad for me because he has completely abandoned the twist. Because there is no right. twist here. They give up the twist like well, know, like 25% of yeah. the way in. Because the other guy tells him, like, oh, the plants are doing it. Yeah, the weird well, no, it's hot like, guy. Yeah. It's yeah. like, at that point, they were like, oh, well, there are these theories of, like, it could be a terrorist. It could be this gas, whatever. And then, like, you know, the one hippie is like, oh, it could be the plants. We didn't talk to them lately. And it's like, then it's just like, oh, that's the accepted thing at that point. Other than like one thing on the radio, it's like, oh, it could be you know power plants. It's like it's plants. Listen to me. But yeah, you see, the twist would have been if, like, they get to the end of the movie and they think it's the plants, but it's really just like all the built up toxicity in the atmosphere from like people farting for like thousands of years or something, or like cow farts or something. You know how they're always saying that like cows released more methane than humans or something. If it was some shit like that, then I would buy it as a comedy movie. But oh, it's like it when hilarious. the plants rustle, they release the... Yeah, when their jimmies the get rustled. Yeah. Only, <laughs> only, only a certain level of rustling, though. Yeah. Right. Yes. But it's, but and it's then once they rustle enough, they're just like, eh, we're done. And but, the toxins are selectively airborne. It's coordinated, too. That's the other thing I didn't get. Like, the plants have some kind of collective... Uh, 
Well, let's, pheromone let's, based intelligence or something. Or I, we'll circle back to that yeah. later because there's a, a specific part of the movie that that comes up in. And one oh, of the, yeah. There's one part that I got angry. At. Can we? Or I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll get there in a second. Okay. Okay. Uh, so they all, uh, Mark Wahlberg's in school saying science doesn't exist and everything, and then they all decide that they're going to, you know, leave to go to the countryside. They're going to send all the kids out into a potential terrorist attack because that, that makes perfect sense. Uh, John Leguizamo, I'm just going to call him Violator from Spawn, the fat clown. Never saw Spawn? Nope. Okay. The, the other teacher guy with, like, the short curly hair? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. The yeah. guy who has his daughter with him. All right. And uh, math teacher. That's yeah, right. math teacher guy. Yeah, so he in there talking some strange shit about numbers, like he's Rain Man. Like, numbers really calm people down. Okay, thanks. I, I'm sure it works for some people and not others, but okay, just... Make... Th- thanks for your input, yeah. math guy. <laughs> uh, Zoe, Zoe, I don't know how to say her fucking name. Zoe Dashell or whatever. Yeah. The, the love interest from Elf. Wait, Elf, the one with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Yeah, I don't think I've ever like seen that movie in completion. Oh, okay, well she is. Any and uh, okay, she just seems like she's high all the time in this movie. A little bit. Like really basic tasks seem to elude her. Well, like I just, I don't know. It seemed like she just didn't know how to do yeah, like simple things. It was like she gets flustered at like getting on a train or like picking up a cell phone. It's like. Oh, I have to make a big deal out of this. It's like, it, it's literally someone texting you. You can just respond like, "Hey, fuck off!" Like, there's nothing going on here. Yeah, and that would be the end of it. But instead, she has to like <clears throat> feel like it's a big deal because she had dessert with that guy. I mean, yeah, that's really. I mean, yeah, someone can interpret that wrong, but just be like, "Fuck off!" There's nothing going on here. And that but she had tiramisu with him. Oh, yeah. This is, I don't. It just seems like as Shyamalan's career went, like from his first two movies, he just he took like the Quentin Tarantino pill, where his characters just talk about random bullshit. I just think he, like, yeah, Quentin Tarantino's characters seem like they seem not really like people, but in a good way, or like their personalities are like. <laughs> Not like you and me, they're like just crazy. Yeah. But in this, they're just like, you don't seem like a human. You don't seem like you have all the necessary parts of a personality to be someone. It's just, are you retarded? Are you just a plant hippie person? Like, it doesn't seem like there's ever a complete character that I care about. It's yeah, little bits in each character. That are just like, that's your one thing, okay. But it seems like that's Tarantino's style of characterization in the hands of an incompetent writer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of got, like, the them saying weird shit to define who they are, but it doesn't actually let you know who they are. It's just like, math calms people down. Don't look at the guys who hung themselves with their power cords. How many pennies would you have in a month if I gave you two pennies every day? Yes, that is... (laughs) It it doesn't have the same air of, like, Tarantino. Like... (laughs) Yeah, it's, it, it, 
again, though, yeah, the, the writing, like, terror attack, let the kids go into public, terror attack, let's go on public transport to a place where all the people congregate. If I'm a fucking terrorist and I have my one can of toxin, where am I going to do it in the Korean grocery store with five people in it on the corner or the train station? Which is, like, the smarter move? Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Like, the, uh, I, it just... The suspense in this movie is just, like, because it makes no fucking sense. It really doesn't. It doesn't even follow its rules, is what I was yeah. getting bothered about. Because, I mean, later in the movie, it was like, oh, you know, larger groups get targeted first. It's like, okay, then why were, like... I mean, Central Park, yeah, it's very populated, but there were people spread out and they all got hit at once. But it happened in another park? But then they were the one math teacher was like driving along in a car with like four people. Yes. And for some reason, their car gets affected, but not the same four people that are with, you know, Mark's group. Yes. It's just like, wait, where, why? And I'm confident the driver of that Jeep from Clerks Wait, Randall, is he the guy that was behind the counter? The guy with the goatee. Okay, guy with goatee. Yeah, it looks just like him. I can't even remember his face in this movie. Anyway, just a minor point. Okay. But yeah, you're right. Like they, The rules kind of start breaking down. It's rules <clears throat> when it's convenient. Like, that's... Well, yeah, because like the... In addition to showing the little girl, like, basically the, the YNC, is it the Young News Company or something, where they have all the gore? Or like everybody in the the diners watching that guy get his arms ripped off by the lions. Oh yeah, yeah. But the uh, the people at the zoo are in a huge group. Presumably, the guy is getting eaten by the lions, and everybody else is filming it. Like, wow, why aren't they affected? Yeah, like does a cell phone give you immunity to this thing? You gotta like mm. gotta film the guy killing himself, <laughs> upload it to YouTube, and then and then kill yourself. Kill yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I just because. Again, the rules do not, they're not consistent. Yeah. Which, never mind that, like, you can't just hide in a house or in a car and expect, oh, the air won't get in. It's, you know, houses have, you know, cracks and seal, unsealed bits and air conditioning and cars have the same stuff. It's not going to be safe in the, either of those, really. What? Yeah, that's a big problem I have with it because they're act like you know the the line here is close the door, close the doors, like your ragtop jeep. Even because they make a big deal out of John Lugismo looking at the hole in the ceiling, like oh we're gonna die. Like newsflash, asshole, it wasn't airtight even without the hole. Yeah, I mean unless you're in like Tesla's new car or something that like actually is like has a mode that is, you know, it filters all the air from the outside and can protect from a biological attack is what they say. Yeah, overpressure. It's yeah. like a, a T-72 tank. It makes the pressure inside greater, so it forces the air out. Yeah. Yeah. That's like in their marketing material. And they're like, hey, you can live in this car if, you know, someone drops a freaking, like, dirty bomb on you. It's fine. Th that is not in a, you know, 1994 Jeep. Cherokee or something like that. It's the Wrangler, but okay. Oh, it's the Wrangler? Yeah. Oh, it's the bad. classic Jeep. Okay. But it's not in that stupid little slave-hiding creek shed either. No, or old 
crazy cat lady's house. Yeah, or the house where the guys have the shotguns that come out the window. Although that very obviously <laughs> not there, but it also never we never saw it actually affect that house technically. So I, I can excuse that, I guess. Well, but even the guys inside the house, because they're saying, don't let the poison gas in. Like, dude, your fucking shutters are open. You're sticking guns out. <laughs> if there were poison gas, it newsflash, the air is in your house. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed it or not, but there is a breeze. <laughs> Which, I, again, I guess then raises the question that I have on here. Like, if weird hot dog man says it must be the plants, then why is he going back to his nursery full of plants? Does he think the plants like him best? Cause I think he, he actually them? does feel like the plants in his nursery like him because he's like, oh, I talk to them, you know, I care for them, like they like me. But old crazy lady also loved her plants that she grew in her backyard. Right. But she held no illusions about what was going on because she didn't care. She's just like, don't tell me about that. I don't care. Nobody cares about me. Which was fucking hilarious when she was like banging her head against the window. Oh, yeah, that was really funny. I liked it when she slapped the little girl's hand and was just like, don't touch things that aren't yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was It's like, <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah, crazy cat lady. Um, yeah, Plant Guy is, is fucking stupid. Not to mention you probably fucking, like... I mean, I guess he was only eating hot dogs for, like, a few days, so he probably would have been fine, even if he did live. No, 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 that's, this is one day. Oh, it, it was one day? One day, because they say at the end, when they're asking scientist man on TV, like, how do you explain that this happened? It, you know, started at 8.30 in the morning and ended at 9.30 the next day. Oh, I thought it was two days for some reason. Okay. It's Tuesday into Wednesday. Because they make a point of in the middle of the end scene where Mark Wahlberg and uh, Zoe Deschanel are in the, they're holding hands out in the field of the rustling plants. They make a point of telling you where they are and what the time is. I didn't pay attention to the start time, so, okay. Oh, but they keep flashing up the times. It's like, hmm, this is, the happening is happening really quick. Things were happening just like there were signs in the last movie. Uh, yeah, well, then I guess you could call every movie the happening because things are always happening. Yeah, some movies, nothing happens. But when I, I wrote down <laughs> in, in frustration here, what are the rules? Because it seems like there's the wind's blowing all the time, which I guess is just a consequence of filming outdoors, but it blows sometimes. Sometimes the plant wind is bad. Sometimes it's good. Well, sometimes the plants don't feel threatened is, I think, the rule. But like when they do feel threatened from like people being around them, they'll release their little spores or some I don't know, this is but dumb. then mark Wahlberg <laughs> tells his friends to run over the hill when the people are outside the staged home burning themselves over the lawnmower but he stays to watch because we need a actual person watching in order for them to film it so we as the viewers can see it and be fucking laughing your asses off as someone just like sits in front of a lawnmower yeah, but then that you're you're breaking the rules you've established previously. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. He's it's, so bad at following his own rules. It's amazing. It's just a bad movie. Like you gave M Night Shyamalan too much power, and he just crashed, you know, into the wall with it. Because you know, didn't blink. I just was waiting for it in the opening credits of like you know. This actor, that actor, that actress, whatever. And then it was like, 
written, produced, and directed by. It's like, ah, oh, he did get the big three. Okay. M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. So, yeah. I have expected it to be Aliens the first time I watched it, honestly. Um, I guess Shyamalan's got a thing about poison gas he really likes. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that because they had some... For some reason, weird shoehorned in bits about the aliens having poison gas. Yeah, he's just got something about poison gas he's a big fan of. Okay. I don't know why. Maybe he has a fetish about that? <laughs> I I guess. <laughs> One of those gas mask guys? Yeah, or just like chloroform, I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess? No! That's really what just confuses me about the movie the most, though, is that there's all these inconsistent rules... And yet, Mark Wahlberg is not sure of what's happening, but he just keeps going through the story with like this, oh, we got to go here next. Give me a minute to think, guys. Okay, well, you know, it's now attacking people who are in groups of five, so we got to split up. Thank God they killed the black kid. Now we're below the threshold. <laughs> you know, like, how does he know all this shit? I mean, it's... Hypothesis. Yeah, Justin, how do the plants know their love is too pure to kill them? Wait, what? At the end. Oh. When he's like, I'm coming outside, and she's like, no, don't. And they walk out and hold Whoa. hands, and the plants are blowing all around, but the plants know they're meant to be together. I am okay with that, actually. Maybe they're giving because they vast are, amounts of oxytocin. They already <laughs> said earlier in the movie, like one scientist was on the TV, they were like, oh, well, you know, these things, like go up and they like grow exponentially and then they crash suddenly. So like we saw throughout the movie, they were like attacking, you know, very large groups and like smaller and smaller than for some reason a really small group and then a large group again because the car. Scene. Right. Yeah. And then like it got smaller and smaller until it got down to like the single crazy old cat lady that got attacked by it. Mm -hmm. And then that would have been the peak there. It would have been like, oh, we're attacking individual humans now. Including that's the crust, include but including the three people who are in the house with her, makes no sense. I, yes, I it roll. Does. But they <laughs> they have the they have this rule that oh we're inside a house we're safe for some reason despite it being a fucking stupid rule. That's the rule they have for some reason. Even if the shutters are you know, freaking like falling apart, that's the only that's the way to get in the house. They say it's safe for some reason. Whatever, bad rule. It's a rule. They're in the house. They're safe. So it crests when the old lady is outside. She smashes the windows, goes crazy, kills herself. I don't know how she dies. She, I think she bleeds to death or something. Oh, she just bleeds to death. Okay. Well, because she smashes the windows and Mark Wahlberg closes the closet door and puts a t-shirt under it. Yeah, I just didn't know how she actually ended up dying if it was just from blood loss. I don't think it's ever shown. Just, you know, she's, she's toast. Okay. But if it's killing her, then Zoe Dashnell and the little girl would have been walking to the slave shed at that point in time. Well, no, they were already in the shed. Yeah. but Like it's, sitting in the shed. But would they have not attacked a group of two before it got down to one? <sighs> that is what I don't understand. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like the plants <laughs> over here were angry, but not the ones over it, the here The rules yet. keep changing. Yeah. It's like these plants are mad. The plants don't like hot dog but guy. But for whatever way they got saved at that point in time where the old lady got attacked by the plants. Mm-hmm. After that point, or shortly after that point, is when the plants were like, eh, we're good, and just, like, drops off. Like, that's kind of what I felt like it was. Like, just hand-waving away the 
oh, they should have died in the shed with, you know, an open door and whatnot, but... Did we see any crashing airplanes in this movie? We did not. Well, we should okay. have. Or actually... No. I was, that, we should not have. They followed the rule there. Yes. Very good job, M. Night Shyamalan. Good night, M. Night Shyamalan. Good job. That's one time they did it. Mm-hmm. But they probably died as soon as they landed, so... No, it's only on the East Coast. Only down to, like, uh, oh. Virginia. Like, it's it's Boston well, I guess, down to D.C. I guess like, some of the planes that would have landed on the East Coast would have died, but as soon as, like, air traffic controllers and whatnot would have stopped responding, they're like, um, okay, we're going to go get diverted to, you know, Pennsylvania somewhere. Or, yeah. All right, you know, that's a question I have. Is then why is it only concentrated in that region? Because that is one of the most heavily populated regions in the United States, I would say. Okay, so the plants are basically thinning out the human population. That's that's, that's the poor. And they know that that's the most densely populated area, or they just sense it? Yes. That's, okay, I just don't buy the idea that, that plants somehow have developed this previously unknown ability to create a toxin that they can release that kills fucking buys it. right like, you, because no if you think about it just think about it scientifically right because mark Wahlberg's a science teacher in this movie humans have only been around in our current form for like two hundred fifty thousand years right give or take i think sure something, something. We'll, just, we'll go with that fine right so plants have been around for Millions and millions and millions of forever, years. yeah, longer than we long have. Time. Like evolution takes millions of years. So on the scale that we're talking, humans really haven't become a threat to plants until like the 1850s, when we can like really do widespread damage to the environment. You know, with industrial processes, yeah, and population explodes. How can a plant or a species of plant evolve an ability? within a span of 200 years when normally evolution takes millions of years? Or are we doing the X-Men argument where it's like every few generations no, it like no, no. leaps ahead? Or... They, but all they, the plants say that. evolve it at once. They say the... that in the movie, though. It's not even 200 years. Both Hot Dog Man and Science TV Man, because the, the, the old ladies in the gas masks are watching TV in Tennessee or something where it's not happening. Mm-hmm. The happening. I don't remember where they were, but yeah, something like that. Yeah, it was somewhere outside the affected area, and the scientist is like, the plants have somehow rapidly evolved an ability to to poison humans. It's like it's a one of those fundamental misunderstandings of evolution. It's like giraffes don't have long necks to eat the acacia tree because they sat there and said, "Hmm, fuck, I better have a longer neck." <gasps> oh, my <laughs> neck's long now. It's like it's because the long neck giraffes were able to eat it and reproduce, and the short the manlet giraffes died. <laughs> Have you ever seen two giraffes fight? No. Uh, s- seen them get a little snippy at the zoo. It's actually pretty yeah. funny. They actually use their necks to smack each other. Well, yeah, but uh, okay. But it's, it's both to feed and to, like, for but dominance. A, a longer neck thing. probably enables you to fight better. Yeah, they just whip their heads around. It's actually really fucking hilarious to watch. But the longer neck's probably better for that. Yes. Yeah, so again, like the giraffes who are taller, like in a world without ladders, if you're five foot two and I'm six foot two, I can get things off the shelf you can't. In like the dog-eat-dog evolutionary world, you die, I don't. But they do that misunderstanding of evolution in the science movie here, where it's like the plants evolved the ability in half an hour because people in New York threw out too much garbage. It it, it honestly (laughs) feels like it like perpetuates the whole like, 
well, you know, if humans are around, why are there monkeys? Like that's why sort come of there shit. Like, monkeys, Mister Science Man? <laughs> <laughs> Checkmate, evolution defeated. Well, we'll just thin the monkeys out, or the gorillas and whatnot. One at a time. <laughs> One at a time. Uh, low blow. <laughs> Harambe joke. Okay, yeah, okay. Justice for Harambe. All right, we're very sorry that he's passed on. But yeah, the the science movie with the science teacher, Mark Wahlberg, and his evolution. Yeah, like sometimes things happen, guys. You just can't explain, and that that you know, fuck science. You know, because God made plants in His image too. You know, so I mean, is M Night Shyamalan? Yes, is he like a hardcore Christian? No, no, he's a spiritualist. No, oh, he, okay. but he has like a serious hard on for like religious themes and movies. Because I know a lot of his movies, like yeah faith and all that stuff. Mark yeah. Wahlberg is a Christian, but... I mean, I was just thinking Mel Gibson hey, Yeah, when did well he become a Christian? After like, is it prison? after he beat up the Vietnamese guy? In Vietnam <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it was after prison. Yeah, he reformed himself? Yeah. Okay. Fuckwad. <laughs> but, I, I mean, if you're doing the role and part of the role is one of your, you know, particular beliefs, you get to express it as the character... You know, sometimes things just happen, guys, and there's no scientific explanation. Why bother to think about it? Uh, yes. That's just retarded. That's sometimes <laughs> sticks pick themselves up and beat a Vietnamese man. Things just happen. <laughs> things just happen sometimes. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, things but, just happen. You got beat up a But he asked for forgiveness, so it's all fine. Right. Would the, do the plants ask for forgiveness? That's what I want to know. Uh, they don't. Oh. Right. That's my question. Yes. Human beings start figuring out that it's the plants. So roundup time, motherfucker. Yeah, seriously. There should be like planes <laughs> airdropping roundup and like guys with flamethrowers going out into like the cornfields or whatever. It's like, fuck you. You know, well, just get Yeah. Well, that was the best part of the mist, <laughs> aside from the guy killing everybody, including his son or whatever. That was hilarious. But yeah. oh, yes. at the end where the army shows up and it's like they're just killing everything inside the mist, like Wait, was did he make that this that movie too? No, 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 no. Okay, no, 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 no. no. Okay, okay. No. Just making sure because there no, was a twist. No, no, but, but I wasn't sure if his his twist. Okay, interesting thing about that twist though is that 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 was for the movie only. It never, yeah, I know. Never happened I know. Stephen book. King actually yeah. said like, "Wow, that is a really fucked up ending. I wish I would have thought right. of it." <laughs> yeah. Which he's right because it wasn't really funny fucked up ending. I loved it, but that movie's like. You know, far superior to oh, this yeah. piece of shit. It's ten times better. Yeah, it's an enjoyable film, actually. But I, yeah, I'm just saying here, like logically, in the mist, the 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 world responds with their resources appropriately. Let's just let's kill these pterodactyl monster things, fuck them up. Here, it's like the plants are killing us. Hmm. Okay. You know. Hey, Monsanto, how you doing? Listen, can we have like a bunch of you know Roundup and shit? But I mean, that could have put some gas masks on. That could have possibly been something that was like (laughs) going to happen, but it was like it only lasted for a day. So it was sort of like, well, we were gonna do this, but we never couldn't really get around to it or get the planes in the air. But the end of the movie makes it seem like this is only like wave one or months later. Yeah. Well, there's two things about the end of the movie. I mean, I guess my my want of seeing a a fat guy spraying a, a plant. With like Roundup is because I like Starship Troopers so much. Like that would have been very Paul Verhoeven to have like the jingoistic like you know kill plants TV commercial as a thought. But three months later, it's like oh you know time to go to school. Let me deliver this horrible dialogue. Who says the first day schools are open? It's the first day of school. Is how you talk to children. 
No. No. You put. I uh, no. I am okay with it's the first day the schools are open because it's the schools are reopening after this happened. Yeah, I know, but like you just tell the kid like it's you don't want to miss your first day of school. It's like you don't want to miss. But the first she days. may have been like it may have been a continuation of the third grade still or something like that. Well, yeah. I, I, no, it's in the summer. It's it's three months off because John to, John the kid went to has summer her. school. She's retarded. Yeah, well, I mean, first day of <laughs> wow. summer, first day of summer school. That's what I. Yeah. She got well. I mean, back. it didn't seem like the kids in that one class were graduating soon, or like going to be done with that class soon. It seemed yeah. like, oh, you know, make sure you finish up your projects, blah blah blah. Like, let's are just like at all. Well, I mean, they were, if I had to guess, you know, eighth, ninth grade or so. I think they are supposed to be like fifteen years old because that's what he tells the one kid is like, your face is perfect at fifteen. Oh. Okay. It's going to be bad by the time you're 20. You want to pay attention to science, buddy? Okay. You're really high. <laughs> That's how to get people interested you're, in science. Tell you're them, really like, you're going to be ugly real soon. <laughs> Work really on your high. brain. Work on your brain. Get over here for some extra credit. Yeah. <laughs> right. This but is they, the Mark Wahlberg's Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> but they go through all this trouble to say, like, you know, oh, first day of school and society's getting back on their feet. It's like, but they got all these cars and shit driving around, polluting everything, and people are throwing trash out. So it's like, okay, if we're going to accept the premise that the plants killed us because we got too, you know, too destructive and too populous, you're kind of doing the same thing that triggered them in the first place you're just going to make the plant social justice warriors have another meltdown but don't we have the remarkable capacity to keep banging our heads against the wall even after evidence that it's harming us i mean it happens in real life all the time yeah but i think there's a difference between al gore giving a shitty powerpoint presentation and millions and millions of people dying yeah when there's like an actual like measured human impact as far as lives being lost in a short span of time. Yeah, you can argue, okay, yeah, coal power, you know, kills more people than nuclear power over the course of pollution in years or something like that. But it's not like you can say, oh, these, you know, thousand people died because of this coal power plant, you know, yesterday. It was over the course of 15 years. Okay, yeah. 9-11, we have lapses in security that allows people to commit the worst terrorist attack in history. And right? there was Under a so, very measured no, no, response no, no, against no, that. No. It wasn't a good response. No, but we have the same fucked up processes, you know, what, 15 years later that led to that happening because people still get through security all the time with guns, bombs, knives, all, this can, other, all the same shit that the guys got onto those planes yeah, and hijacked it You're comparing a flawed social system to... No, I'm like, just saying, I, like, we don't... No, I, a lot of times we don't learn from the mistakes. I think we... We don't learn okay, the right Okay, the scale's different. If, if, like, 40 million people had died on 9-11, I can guarantee you to a T that there would have been a different response, probably involving shooting anybody who had the wrong color skin. Like, that would have been the security approach. 3,000 people is a lot of people, but if you had lost the entire population of the East Coast, like, there would have been a... We have never lost that many people since, like, the Spanish flu, and that was a big change. If, if that many people died in under 24 hours, you better fucking believe there would be something different going on. I was just saying, we, we, we fought the war to end all wars in 1914, right? And, you know, lost millions of lives there... Fought another war, <laughs> and another war. Yeah, but that yeah. was casualties over a long period of time spread across the world versus like millions of tens of millions of people dying in under twenty four hours. I just think there'd be a different 
approach to reacting to that. Other yeah. than just like, oh, we're going to go back to our normal lives right. now that, you know, it's past. Like, yeah. It's like a rainy day. Like, oh, well, you but know, it's that's not why I say that because that seems to always be the response to some kind of sudden crisis like this is a return to normalcy. And it's like a lot of times we never get past the that argument. I to, would, no, let me finish. Okay. We never get past that point to actually argue with one another, okay, what is normal? What should normal be? I don't, well, yeah. I think it, it hasn't ever returned to normal after, you know, 9-11, because, I mean, yeah, there is TSA, which is a bunch of bullshit, but there's also, like, a lot more government approach saying, like, oh, like, we're going to investigate this dude who, like, you know, goes to, you know, ISIS websites or some shit like that. Like, that probably was nothing like that in, you know, 2000 or 1999 or whatever. Sure there was. We now know that they were reading everybody's emails and collecting everybody's digital information as far back as, like, the early 90s. They weren't doing anything with it, though, because they didn't have a response to say, oh, these guys came over from, you know, Saudi Arabia. They were being funded, whatever. They didn't care about it that then, or they didn't flag that as, you know, red flags there, but now they are doing those red flags, despite, you know, still being able to bring in a razor blade through TSA. I, I would know. say, like, I it's not... I don't think that people... I don't, that's how I think the movie was trying to get across that point, that, like, people don't really learn from their mistakes in a lot of cases because everybody just went back to normal, even though they, the plants demonstrated that they can fuck civilization up. In I would agree. The movie feels yeah. like, oh, yeah, you went back to normal. See, well, we're going to fuck you up again, but in France now. Yeah. Like, it yeah, doesn't but... feel right that, you know they went back to normalcy so quickly after three months of just saying like, oh, right. well, we don't know what happened, so let's that's just hope what, it doesn't happen again. That's, that's the rings, fucked up part. Yeah, false for me is that you can say that there's a, a lumbering, inefficient system that's in place to fight terrorism now or that, you know, there are a lot of people died in, in, in wars or a lot of people died from, like, you know, some disease over time, but to lose that many people on 24 hours I think would have things there'd still be people dead bodies in the street three months later yeah you wouldn't be able to go back to you know your new york apartment right three months later it's and, like oh okay we're gonna go move to you know kentucky now because right. we cannot touch the east coast like well, and the taxi drive like every, you know, the taxis out there and the garbage man's driving by when they when he's out there waiting for the school bus and the school bus is there yeah it's it i'm not buying it you cannot return to new york three months after an event like that where Literally, everyone in New York would die. Because yeah. that's pretty much what it was. It was taken. Well, I took it as because. Yeah, no, no, it, it did because it got down to that point because the, the one lady's daughter at Princeton was saying, like, well, everyone's dead. Oh, yeah, and she's like outside. Or no, she's inside. And it's like, there's a tree. Yeah, oh, she, was, she was in by because. herself in her dorm. That, yeah, that was funny. That phone call was hilarious. <laughs> also, the fact that Mark Wahlberg didn't care that the daughter died. Just like, ask her if there's a tree outside. It's like, oh my God, there is a tree. <laughs> ask her if everyone's dead. Oh my God, they are dead! Oh, and she, then the mom's like, "Oh my God, my daughter's dead." He's like, "Oh, okay, thanks." Okay, that, that's a good data point right there. Okay, guys, let's uh, let's uh, analyze that data point. Let's assess we got. the variables now, guys. Let's come up with a hypothesis. <laughs> my hypothesis was that somebody wrote Trump 2016 in the sidewalk, and she couldn't take it. She just ended it all. <laughs> or she was stressed out about her five-page paper. Oh. That's my theory. See, I, I'm doing Mark Wahlberg's method. I'm observing the data, designing an experiment, going for it. Mm -mm. Notice how I believe the mantra involves designing your experiment before you form a hypothesis, I believe. 
which is wrong because you, you yeah, want to observe the data, derive a hypothesis, and then test it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. But sometimes things just happen, guys, you know? Yeah, it's like a sign from God. You can't control it. It's nature. Well, when they started exterminating the French, then yes, that is a sign from God. <laughs> and we should just let that happen. I don't know. I don't, uh, Why would they go after the French? That's what I don't get. Like They get 80% of their power from renewable and nuclear too energy. Too many baguettes. They're not like burning yeah, it doesn't a lot of seem fossil like, fuels and pollution there. Yeah, it doesn't seem yeah. like <laughs> France would be a particular like next on the list target. Like it doesn't seem like it is as populated as, you know, New York City and that, you know, northeastern coast. I would think like, okay, well, next we're gonna hit up, you know, fucking Tokyo. Like, bam. If there are the, any trees. The wind left. doesn't blow that way. Tokyo, London, San Francisco, that's yeah. See, I kind of took it as they were trying to say, like, it blew across the ocean, like the plant message, like, hey, kill the humans. Then why wouldn't it hit Spain first or something? Like, Well, because if it's coming from the northeast United States and twirling its way across the ocean, it would head over England into France. Then why wasn't there one, you know, some Chinese tourist taking a picture of Big Ben with their fanny pack going like, no, no, things no. Oh, just, things oh, just and then jump off the bridge? It's a Chinese taking a picture of the bridge, having their picture taken, taking a picture of the bridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Things, things just happen, <laughs> Justin. That's... Yeah. You, you, you're thinking about it. Sometimes things just happen. Science can't explain it, guys. So how come when I drop my pen, it hits the floor? Gravity's just a theory, guys. It's like evolution. It's just a theory. Theory with a lot of evidence, but you know. <laughs> yeah. They don't follow their own rules. I know, I know. It, you're not gonna like have me arguing for this movie, okay? <laughs> Everything about this movie is bad. Yeah, like, and, but I mean, to Grant's point, if the plants are really interested in killing us, then it, if they're really that smart that they can count how many people they're killing, they'd be like, okay, our hit list is Tokyo and Beijing. We're starting there. Yes, that's way, what I would have liked. Too many people. That's what I would have liked to know in this movie a little more if they got into like how exactly the plants. Or they could have at least theorized, like how are the plants determining like where they're going to strike, or it's like the, how do they know the de- population? The grass density? is being able to communicate with the trees that will like yeah. produce the pollen. But or how are like they that. communicating? That's what I like. How are they communicating, and how do they sense like the population density? Because uh, studies prove it. Plants respond to human stimulus. That's hot I can man. try they, and make up a bullshit thing but right get, here. Are they getting like enough brondo to do this? Or <laughs> but that's hot dog man's explanation is plants react to human stimulus. It's proven. Well, when you studies. actually cut grass, that smell that cut grass has, that is a smell being released from grass of like, oh, you know, I am damaged, so I'm going to release this, which is to seal up my cut here. Okay. I mean, so like maybe what's, it's like, what's the signal that we're releasing that tips the plants off. Yeah, I know, I know. That's that's as best (laughs) as I could get. Guys with bad BO just like piss multiple people stepping on it or something. Maybe it's we're talking. Because the guys are you gotta talk to your plants. Yeah, but see plants need to have some kind of auditory organ. Why is it no that's that's why because at the end Mark and Zoe Dashnell don't talk. They just hold hands and the plants can't see them. It's like the T Rex. Oh And like the, the angry old lady was like probably like or like when she was outside and the plants got her. But when she was by herself, she wasn't talking to anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We solved it. <laughs> solved it, guys. Let's wrap it up.
All right, let's wrap it up with, with page five, which is good riddance to the fucking French with doom clouds. Seriously? Yep. Oh, wow, it is right there. Yep. I just thought that was really funny, having little French-speak conversation, and then it's just like, hmm, hear a woman screaming in the background. Well, baguette? Were the animals affected? No. Another thing I wrote down is that this would have been much better if it was animals killing people. The plants told the animals, go kill these motherfuckers. Oh, and like dogs like and the cats dogs would go after them. attacking their owners. Oh, like yeah, that would have been a more enjoyable movie. Swarms of the bees who were like lost <laughs> and would attack people. Not the, the bees! <laughs> the bees all left to get together to form like a giant guy with a bee machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring that into this. <laughs> Shooting little bumblebee bullets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And they're going around like, you know, hitting people like at night, like, you know, <laughs> a bee Tommy gun makes no sense, okay? <laughs> the bees. And then like the birds could like be picking up like, you know, the birds could fly into an armory and get grenades and like rip the pins out of their beaks and drop them into baby carriages. Like, See, there's... I'd just be okay if it was I mean, like, you know. That would have been funny see Mark Wahlberg get attacked by like a like a sea eagle or something. Like, ah, oh, fuck you. Oh, like, hitting it with a broom. Right. He, he fucking blinds the sea eagle. You just reminded me of like, there's this one really bad like independent movie where like they hired like, you know, basically like porno actors to like do this like bird, like these like birds attacking them. It's like the work. Is it bird dimmick? Have you seen this? Yeah. Like where they go outside with like clothes hangers and like, uh, and like, they're, like the, trying to attack like CGI. Movie. Huh? It's an asylum movie, right? A what? Asylum, the asylum film company, the people who make all the shitty like ripoff movies. Uh, maybe. I it's think like so. really bad CGI yeah. and they're using coat hangers to attack the CGI birds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it is that. It's really hilarious to watch. That's what I was actually thinking of watching this is like, how cool would this be if like, instead of the guy getting into the lion enclosures, like the gorillas hopped over from their thing and like lifted the lions out or something like, what if the, oh, the plants and the animals worked together to kill people? Like there was a monkey riding elephant shooting people with a pistol. I'd watch that movie. That would have been so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And like the plants somehow gave extra intelligence to the animals. Well, the plants like, you know, use pheromones to trick the animals into doing whatever they're going to well, do. Well, like teaching a monkey how to use a gun and stuff, right? Well, I mean, monkeys will figure that out. They're pretty smart. Or like you could, like people could have like barricaded their house and like the monkeys are banging on the door and then they call on, they call on a rhino to break it down. So I'd be like, I mean, I be like I've... Jumanji part two. <laughs> yeah, but Jumanji, like a Jumanji bloodbath, and Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Dashnell have to like murder a bunch of animals with fire axes and shit. <laughs> I feel like if they got out, you know. I feel like that movie couldn't be made because just too many people would go nuts about If they got out to eastern cruelty. Pennsylvania, then like you'd be limited to just like, you know, deers, cows. What, raccoons, what if they thought cows. they were safe and they were at Hot Dog Guy's house and it was he was one of those psychos with a private zoo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but if they get into Pennsylvania, it's like all the dairy cows and stuff start going nuts and like whacking people with their udders and things. Oh, and yeah, they just like start like demolishing houses, <laughs> yeah. like using like the, the, the cows get together and like milk each other on the road yeah. so, car, so cars go off and yeah, it's like oil slick. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe Mark Wahlberg could pull out like a, a, a a or, jigsaw blade or, yeah. and cut off a rhino's horn. Like, this will be a good price in China. Like, no, the, uh, well, pigs. Pigs are really aggressive, though. Or, like, feral pigs. <laughs> Jesus. Like, they could, like, get together, like, six of them. They'll, like, eat people, won't they? Like, feral yeah. pigs. Yeah. 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 So that would have been oh, cool. Oh, man. Pig, like, I've gone to, like, a place in Pennsylvania where I was, like, near pig farms, and, man, it smells bad. Yeah. Just saying. 
pig farms. Or they could places. they could be hiding in their car and a horse could kick the doors off. Yeah. It, there's just this movie that I've written in my head last night would have been You should just write it. Better? You should just write it. <laughs> but the happening already got made, so the, the key plot point of my movie where the plants are telling the animals to kill all the humans. So just have something else have the animals go nuts or whatever. Mark Wahlberg is a scientist. I see this working. It could be a really controversial movie because of all the animal cruelty in it. Like you just gen- people either love you or hate you. It's like they, but they would go and see it. See, that's the thing though. Like maybe Mark Wahlberg could be a zookeeper or some kind of like bleeding heart guy who has to like brutally murder a cute chimpanzee when it tries to kill him. I'm the game warden. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The and- game warden. That's what the. <laughs> Isn't there a movie called Zookeeper? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Wasn't there a movie? Uh, Kevin a, James. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say yeah. the guy from Mall Cop. Yeah. yeah. Paul Blart. Paul Blart. You're in my zoo now, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and he grows as a character because he becomes a malicious killing machine. He goes to Walmart and gets one of those $7 machetes and just starts hacking them up. And it, like, breaks after three chops, probably. Machete. You just go and get like a whole arsenal at Walmart. Don't they sell like anti tank weapons and shit there? What? No. I thought they sold like automatic weapons. Mm, Stop reading Occupy Democrat stuff. They don't sell any of that there. What is Occupy Democrat? I don't even know. There's all those douches with the Facebook memes like, haha, checkmate. Why does money exist? Checkmate, asshole. Those kind of things. Okay. I mean, Walmart sells ammo in some places. It's a that's what. No, it no, is. he was saying anti-tank weapons. Oh yeah. No, they they the the coolest thing they sell is an AR-15, which is a semi-automatic assault rifle. Assault rifle sounds good enough for a game warden. Yeah, that that's pretty good. But I mean, you know, Mark Wahlberg brutally murdering animals, like as the plants instruct them on how to kill people. I'm just saying, like, Capuchin monkeys break into the Hoover Dam and start, like, flipping all the switches, you know, turn off the floodgates so that's going to yeah, overflow. This, this sounds like Jumanji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in Jumanji, they were just like, we're going to steal a TV or ride in a shopping cart. It's this, Jumanji sci-fi. The monkeys hijack that? a police car. <laughs> but they yeah. don't use, they don't, but, okay, they hijack the police car, but they joyride in it. They don't use it to run people over or get into, the, <laughs> get into the back and open the trunk for, like, the shotguns. And have like three of them carrying the shotgun and like wasting people. They're looking to kill people. They throw a bunch of knives at them in the house. But they don't hit them. But they were trying to. That's what it's I'm saying. A, well, yeah, it's like you can say, oh, stormtroopers weren't trying to kill them because they missed all the time. But there's a difference in that, like, because they don't do it. Like, in, in this movie, the monkeys would like shoot someone in the leg and they'd be trying to like crawl away, like, oh, don't kill me. And the monkeys would like be brutally stabbing them to death. And Mark Wahlberg would be watching the TV like, what's going on? I really so want to watch Jumanji. You're saying the animals would become malevolent, not just like rampage. Well, they would use their, yeah. their full set of their full skill set to kill people. Because the Jumanji animals were magic animals from the game board. They weren't real animals. I don't know. They seemed pretty real when they were charging Robin Williams. Yeah, but they're all from his jungle dimension. Right, but they were he was afraid of them. He was afraid of everything. He was asleep for like 50 years or something. He wasn't fucking no, no, asleep. He wasn't what asleep. <laughs> oh, no, he was... He was I'm thinking the wrong in the thing. fucking jungle. Oh, yeah, he was in the... You get a Rip Van Winkle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wrong thing. Right, right. I was trying to remember... I, it's been, seriously, like, last time I saw Jumanji was probably, like, when it first came out on VHS from well, Blockbuster. you know what? It's been on ABC lately, motherfucker, so turn on your TV. Okay. <laughs> Rip Van Winkle. You're thinking of the the hunter guy in Jumanji, uh, Van the, Pelt. Van Pelt, yeah. 
Maybe. I don't know. It yeah, was also it was the dead. Pith, with the pith helmet. Yeah. Yeah, it also was dead. Yeah. Cadbury. You fucked up my shoe machine. Alan, why would you do such a thing? I'm sending you to boarding school. You're going to learn to hate me. <laughs> Perhaps beat up a Vietnamese man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Vietnam fucking shit. Ah, oh, Marky Mark. What? No.